Hey everybody, this is Lauren from the Fashion Grunge Podcast and I have a special guest with me today. I'm talking to Retro Omondi from The Cutting Room Floor. Hello everybody, I'm so happy to be here. Hey, oh my gosh, I'm super stoked. If if you don't know about The Cutting Room Floor, I mean you should, the links will be in the notes, but it literally is fashion's only fashion. <laughs> I mean, that's your tagline, but I can't. I mean, I really can't even tell you another place to go to get interviews from the depths of the fashion world, the old, like early 2000s fashion world, like through now. It's just, it's so cool. So I'm, I'm loving this kind of resurgence of now it's, I mean, I think we're what in the mid 2000s. Is that what's coming back now? They call it Y2K, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think of what do you think of when you think of Y2K in the fashion world? Like what kind of pops what like word association do you have with that? Well, it's funny, because I think, aesthetically, I identified it first, and then they named it that. So I so then I was like, Okay, I guess that does make sense. You know, I don't know that I would have named it that but it does make sense. So like, what do I think of aesthetically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what are some kind of standouts, either like a trend or either a person or a film that kind of, I mean, well, I think fashion it's really wise, different. Okay, so fashion wise, I think there's like a lot of different ways to cut it up just because there's so many different style tribes, right? In the same way mm-hmm. that you could dice it up today. But I definitely think of like the quintessential glasses, the like, low opacity sunglasses with the rhinestone Mm -hmm. in the corner like a little heart or a little butterfly those are really coming back for like gen z they love that um bella had was that chloe probably yeah i think a couple of people did it but yeah i was gonna say i remember chloe for some reason like simple like chloe for sure i think was up there because i even remember jay-z rapping about like the chloe sunglasses back in the day so like that for sure butterflies in general like in any capacity Mm -hmm. Um, which is a little bit in the late nineties relic, but also bleeds into the two thousands. Um, it's very Mariah. Very Mariah. Um, <laughs> I think of obviously low cut waistlines, pant lines, denim, mm-hmm. um, the low rise, the hip huggers, all of that. I think of bell bottoms, boot cuts, flares. I think of, um, which I still love, by the way. Um, yeah, I love I love a flare, and especially after Tiger King. I got really into like a boot cut, <laughs> a boot cut like vintage Wrangler. Like that's a vibe. And it's flattering. It, come back. it is coming back. Yeah, um, it totally should. Yeah, I agreed. think. Oh God, there's so many looks from that time. Like there's so many. There's the Mean Girls aesthetic, which is like pink. That like pinky Y2K like, that was like kind of clueless, but not really. Yes, that. And also, do you remember when girls were wearing, this is a very like quintessential look. Do you remember when girls were wearing the scarf over the white with a wife beater? It was like a super mm-hmm. thin scarf. It's very yep. like Christina Aguilera. Mary Kate Olsen. Yeah, Mary Kate, mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera and her stripped stripped album era um also like Lindsay lohan around like confessions of a teenage drama queen so like that's Mm -hmm. also a big (laughs) i mean the references could go on and on but the y2k era i like i like to see how like gen z is reimagining it because to me it feels so normal and in some ways just dated yeah and for them it's like fresh so have a have a ball that's it's it's really cool too even with the 90s I noticed the 90s coming back, what, like 10 years ago? 
I think is when they started to really like come back. And it was really interesting seeing all the like, I guess kind of the weird part of the 90s didn't come back like the well, the baby tees came back, but not really in the way I thought they would. Like the ball chain necklaces didn't really come back. The hemp necklaces I didn't really see come back. That's what I remember like really wearing is like baby tees, that ball chain. Like those Kurt Cobain sunglasses, I guess, never really go anywhere. Those like white ones. Like they're always kind of staples. But it's really interesting what they choose. Like the Uggs didn't really come back. The denim, like short denim skirt with the Uggs, which was weird. But like that part of Y2K, I haven't seen like kind of reimagined in a, oh, this is cool. Thank God. Yeah, because it was like, so certain things they've left in the past, but now indie sleaze is a thing. Um, and that's like, I guess, American Apparel. I guess, are we going to like be back to like 80s dancewear? Like, is that what's going to be kind of coming back? I find indie sleaze really strange. I mean, it's it's cool, but it's like the new buzzword, you know? It's like the new, the new thing. Right. Which is kind of kind of crazy and kind of weird but also another side note was that i love i love a coordinated color and i love the green and i love how that is kind of your i'm not kind of that is your signature but why green um so this is a funny story i used to change my color every year and it wasn't really it didn't really have as much to do with instagram um it was just like, I don't know. I would always have like a color that I had a really strong affinity for, for a while. And then I would just, uh, you know, like overindulge in that color. Mm-hmm. And then I would just be over it. You know, it's like when you find a favorite food that you like and you just eat it so much and then you can't ever think about it ever again. So <laughs> yeah. I would do that with color. And like originally when I, you know, first launched my company which was like 2014 i was really obsessed with millennial pink um which was really just coincidental like it had nothing you know i think it was a lot of people feeling away at the same time so mm-hmm. it was right before glossier launched uh, i was gonna say it was before that time yeah but then it would it just kind of happened because when they launched they posted something from my or instagram feed and then we got a oh. lot of followers so it just was all happening at the same time and i was really oh, into, okay yeah if you scroll all the way down into my instagram you can get into this um oh nice like, you'll be able to see the gradation like of colors over time if you really like did this so then i had pink for a while and then i was just over it and then i got really into yellow and I was kind of like building worlds around color. This was like crayon, sunshine. Oh, I'm, I'm scrolling as you're talking. Yeah, yellow. And then it like the there was cool. marigold and, you know, orange. And I archived a lot of stuff on Instagram, which I'm slowly unarchiving. So like it oh, nice. could be more robust in reality than what you're saying. Um, but I was really into yellow. And then I got really into a like fluorescent lime green which I had oh, okay. pretty much up until like 2018. And that was kind of like a, you know, like early internet, like net art. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of references a little bit like techie. I was really into, I was reading a lot about tech at the time and businesses oh, and nice. tech. And so that was kind of like a thing. And then I landed on green. And the funny thing about that is that normally, sorry, um, <laughs> normally I, would be over a color so fast. Like I'm surprised that I'm still on the screen because I've changed it so often. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's um it's like a pure Kelly green 
it's yeah um it's cool it's just such a positive color it's like the color of nature it's the color of like any kind of affirmation so like the green triangle on your cassette tape press play a green light um Mm -hmm. like even if you ask children who can't read what yellow red and green means they they know like red means stop green means go so i just like the affirmation that comes with green i like that it's the color of money it's the color of abundance (laughs) it's the color of vitality of life of I don't know. It's just a good vegetables, vegetables, yeah, like, n- nutrition. Yeah, like it's just a positive good things. Yeah. It's just a positive color. And who knows, I might be over it soon, but I'm shocked, but I really am still, I feel like I, I, I feel like I test drove some colors yeah. and I feel like I've landed at a good color. And also again, the other thing about like the zeitgeist in the times is like other people feel what you're feeling at the same time. So like, you know, that color of green is a, is on trend in general. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw it with Bottega, you saw it with even J. Crew right now. If you go to like their Instagram page or whatever, they're really like investing in that color of green. Um, I mean, there's a lot of designer brands who, who like companies that spend millions of dollars trend forecasting things like this. Yeah, forecasting. But for yeah. me, it's just always been intuitive. I think you're just really influential and whether people kind of maybe credit it or not, I feel like there definitely are people on the teams who see this color and they see the way that you represent it. And even the way you subtly represent it in certain things, you know, it's not just panels of green. It's, you know, like subtly, you know, in different things, which makes them see it against neutrals, makes them see it against black. I think of the black and green in the early Instagram posts that you have. I think of it as like the early computer code. You know, when like we had just had the black screens with the green, um, what do you call it, like font or type on it? Like those are like some of the earliest computer forms. So yeah, I think of that. Even on the some of your shirts, like the early ones, the graphics, it feels very like the computer code. Yeah, that was like, my the computer yep, language. That was my lime green era. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I really like it. So yeah, that's awesome. That's a really great story. I mean, I I do love that it's like part of the positive affirmation and kind of positive of going you know and also a lot of animals are green i was gonna say like camouflage you can camouflage in green um yeah there's just so many uses it's cool it's really cool yeah thank you i like it um also so let's get into like tv and film i mean we talk about 90s movies here some 2000s movies but basically 90s so what are some of your like foundational like tv or films like you know growing up like what did you what were you into um, okay, so are we talking like childhood or like coming of age? Uh, let's do coming of age. Um, okay, so um, okay, hands down, Harriet the Spy, Nickelodeon Uh-oh. orange VHS tape. Thanks yeah. for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashiongrunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.